It's the Rossi on Wrestling December to Dismember because we're going to make you forget about that horrible ECW pay-per-view and make you remember the top countdown, top 11 countdowns of the decade. Yes, we are. I'm Jason Rossi. <laughs> this with me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast here at BillyD2411. It is Billy D. Billy, how you feeling? What's good? I'm good. Uh, doing well, doing great. How are you? Uh, is that the outcast thing? No. I don't know. You seem like you're stressed or something. Yeah, no, but, I'm good. Uh, I will say this. Grand, great, wonderful. If you were to think, when you think of a wrestling match, what makes a great wrestling match? The in-ring product of the match, which sounds like a no-brainer, or the aura going into and then compilation with said match? I'm going to say all of it. That's how I looked at this list. We're doing the, to- the podcaster's dozen matches of the aughts. No, not the aughts. The tens? The, the tens. O's. The O's. I don't know. The yeah, O's. the tens. The, the tens. You know, 2010 o- to now. Yes. So, yes, since 2010, we are going to count down the top 11 matches. I um, am worried Seth Rollins is going to have a classic in the next two weeks. That might not make you this think, list. You think no, we, God, no. We might no, have to redo no, it? No, God, no. You that guy hasn't had what a good he- match in, since The Shield. That's not true. All right, he had one. We actually we're going to talk about it. He had one. He actually had a couple really good matches, but some of them I don't think were worthy of. Like I think eh. him and him and Dean Ambrose had some good ones. Eh. The Money in the Bank uh, Championship match. Eh. Okay, uh, I see where this is going. Maybe next week when we talk about uh, some other things, we'll 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 tease for the future. Oh, well, we could tell you next week we're going to be talking about wrestling themes. themes. You may be a little more uh, friendly to your boy Seth Rollins, but you might not be. We'll see what happens when we get there. Yeah. So. Um, Big market tease. <laughs> huge tease. Is that a linear tease? Is that what they call a linear tease? Or is that no, a I would say that's tease. a fu- vertical tease. Vertical tease. it's in the future, yeah. not yeah. like right next. Gotcha. Um, I'm, you crazy radio guys. I was going to say I could take some shots right now, but I won't. <laughs> I will save all that um, to when I retire from my radio career, my illustrious radio career with my part-time hours still. Um, I think I could do... It's funny. I get some DMs sometimes from people and they're like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, and especially if you ever worked for WEI for some reason. Oh, yeah, it's they, a, they got some shit going it's on. It's a cesspool. It always has been. There's a lot of reasons for that, but I will say, like, not being there anymore and not even, like, walking to that floor, the people that reach out to me when anything happens, like, some of the people that, which I appreciate all the DMs, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's like I have to tell them sometimes, like, honestly, don't care. Don't care. Not oh, yeah. my life. Not my life, and thank God I'm not there. Because when anything happens in, like, the media, I'm always just like, I try to stay, like, out of it. I'm like, that's, you know, personal, private business. I'm not getting into that. But I do feel like media parties, media companies, like, I'm sure it's the same in every profession. You always think your profession is a little different than everybody else's. But I really feel like it's a little more, like, crazy in media. Especially, I want to say, like, I don't work in TV. I'm sure. And I feel like radio is the worst. the worst. Like, nothing is more... Makes you feel more insecure, makes you feel anxious, makes you feel like you're less than. It all comes down to your management, don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, you worked in different places in media, and some of them just really bad. Really bad. And it comes from the top. It doesn't, the people are usually pretty good people. Even your coworkers, like, they're not bad people. It's just the situation you're in with them. But a lot of people are, like, self centered. Like egotistical to a degree, it's like we can all be friends. We can all follow each other on Twitter. It really doesn't matter. That yeah, kind of self-preservation is a real thing, and in it's awful. Yeah. And it's awful, and you're gonna be a bad, sad person at the end. And I'm looking at you, and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, actually, Bill, well, you know, this side is, notes, huh? Yeah, bring this up because it's been the big talk of the town before we get into this, and you know, to relate to the women listening. Um, what did this Peloton ad? Oh, I loved it. I don't know what's wrong with it. I really I, don't. I watched it. It was during a Patriots game when I first saw it. And I said, when it, like, the whole meaning, like... It's lame. It is, but I... First of all, tell Bachman. She's so high being in the in the commercial. Oh, yeah, like, that's fine. That right there alone put it on one of my favorite commercials of all time. <laughs> She's uh, so Can't get that note. Yeah. I try all the time. I sing it sometimes. I hear myself. I love the way he comes down with a... She's so lovely. She's so... Uh, yeah, no, she... Yeah. Oh, now I gotta think of the song. She's so high, high above me. She's so lovely. It's a great podcast, like Cleopatra, Joan of Arc. Oh, it's phenomenal. Anyways, um, but the theme, nothing wrong with it. I don't know what's what. What is what are people outraged? The by? definition of what's wrong with this country. Oh, that's being way too big. What's wrong with social media is that commercial. She's a thin woman. She didn't need it. Who? First of all, I'm in my shape. Not a good one. Yeah. Like an egg. Uh, you're in your shape. My wife's in her shape. Everybody has a different look and a different feel. So how can people ever say, oh, she's a skinny woman. So why does she need, why did her husband get that? Maybe she wanted it. 
to me there is nothing more important to like i always put it to this like my mom always is like yeah i want to lose weight or she wants to do this she wants to do that and she never spends any money towards it but she spends money towards other stuff and i'm like if you're passionate about something if you really want something spend money for that she'll do like diets but i'm like just go to an actual nutritionist spend the money and get the the investment maybe that but obviously they're actors it's commercial like they they did the whole year oh i didn't think i'd be that's not true they were hired for this but the whole thing is like what if she says all the time like oh i want to be more healthy i care about like staying in shape i want to see my daughter grow up like i i want to be more active i just don't have the time that's exactly that's what it the is. best that's what gift Peloton ever is. then it's it, these people like that's what i don't get like would they really want to see a let's be honest, an out of shape person in the commercial would they really go buy the peloton for an out of shape person to me no. that doesn't matter no i know but that's what people oh she's already skinny why would her husband do that i got an idea shut up don't buy it like nobody else's because it's expensive <laughs> and move on I would love to buy it. Me too. My, actually, my sister and brother-in-law got a uh, the treadmill version. Oh, really? And so the whole thing is, it's not as expensive as you would think for the product, but then you have to buy the service of the live class. Yeah, it's like a month. That's right? really oh, cool, no, though. It's like a year subscription. You do like, a year or monthly. Yeah. I think it's really cool because I was over my sister's, and you can watch. So like right now, whatever time it is when you're listening, there's like a live class right now. Yeah. So you could be watching a lot. You could be doing a class with other people. So I've done quite a few spin classes after I hurt my knee. Spin. It's great. Like, and I will say, I have spin bikes at my gym, mm-hmm. and I've tried to go on. You need the instructor. You can't do it without the, the people in the class pushing you. No, you're not turning the... that wheel right. No, hell no. Not even close. It if you don't have that person be like, all right, turn once, turn. You're like, Ugh. The first time I ever did it, by the way, like halfway through it, they're like, oh, the new guy in the class, I was the only guy that like really showing off. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah. There's nothing. Being a I male... finished in like the top three still, but I was like. Oh, you had like stats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but cool. like, I was just like. Oh fuck! I think I fucking overdone it here. I'm not gonna be able to keep up. I'm gonna look like an idiot. Like I, I, I managed to get the whole way though. When I went to kickboxing, like the first class I did, I burned like a thousand, like one calories, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, here he is! Oh my god!" I'm like, "Oh gee!" Next class, I burned like six hundred. Yeah, it's tough. It's because your first time, your heart's just pouring out, or whatever it is with the bike. But yeah, it's something. And there is something about like those classes, the, like boutique side classes. It's ninety percent women. Yeah, which is fine, but I didn't mind. Oh, it's actually. For honestly, especially in spin yeah, class, I've been to spin class a lot. Grill? Yeah, that's what I need. like. Kickboxing is a whole different thing. A lot more movement. You're not be able, there's no glazing off and staring at somebody. Yeah, and not to be rude, but like a lot of these women, great, great shape. Yeah, and they know what they're doing in there with those pants. All right, they know what they're doing. <laughs> All right, well, speaking uh, about the Peloton, go buy one. Uh, you can use a promo the, card, Rossi on Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, for zero fifty percent off. off. Uh, if they want to sponsor the podcast, feel feel free. Absolutely. We're a fan of you. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. I know you saw this movie, and I, I have to talk about it because I loved it. What did you think of Knives Out? I know so this is a wrestling podcast. I've but... watched it live, had a crazy experience in the theater, which... No, I'll save that. Sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> we've been enough off. Um, Just quickly. I really liked it when I first saw it. The more I thought about it, it could have been a lot better. Oh, definitely. Head, but I really enjoyed the movie. I like that it was made. I think there was a little bait and switch with the who you saw, like the cast and like how much they were really in it, and the who like with the focal point of the movie was really about. But I like the movie a lot, and I would recommend people to see it. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I don't think it was perfectly done, and I don't. People are like, "Oh, this is this is like a great movie to bring people back to real cinema." It's like huh? this is an original story. I've been hearing that. Isn't that the Irishman? Isn't that the movie? Eh, fuck be? that! The, 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 I I watched fifteen minutes of it. Like I was like, I can't do. 13 more 15 minute increments. Um, and first of all, people complaining movie. about this all saw it. That was three hours long. All saw freaking Avengers Endgame. That was three hours but long. But it was good. Which this, one? This seemed terrible for Wh- the. Which one was good? All of them. Infinity War, Endgame. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Mm. The last thing I'll say about Knives Out, it didn't recreate anything. It's probably one of the oldest like types of movies, but I will say the theater experience for this movie for me was just so much fun because it was just fun to see like that story play out. And I love a good whodunit. Who but, doesn't? But like, no spoilers here. It's not really who done it. No, it isn't. That's the thing too. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's that like, oh, is the like real clue. Bait. It's like clue. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not because technically, no one got killed. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Well, it's, no. But yes, but no. Yes and no. But like, yeah. It, All right, we're way off track. <laughs> I run almost. We can do a side one just yeah. on that movie. When we both see a movie together, we can do yeah. like shorts because that movie. Like, I just wanted to like after now swallowing it, digesting it, pooping it out. I wish they did a little bit more with different things. Yeah, but and like, also just wanna nice to see Chris Evans as a human being again. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's the man. Yeah. Ever since uh, not a uh, scary movie. No, not another team. Not oh yeah, 
So today we're going to be counting down the top 11 matches of the decade. That's wrestling matches. If you type in uh, top matches of the decade, you're going to get tennis. So don't do that. Oh, really? Yeah, if I were to think the best tennis match, it would be Rafael Nadal versus that guy, and they went for like five hours. Roger like, Federer? No, it was somebody else. It was like six months ago. Oh, This okay. year, they literally Joke, Djokovic? Novak Djokovic? Yeah, him too. Um, is he a Bruin? Um, no, he. they played tennis for like six hours. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. I remember waking up and it was still on. Not that I went to bed to it. Anywho, so yes, this is a very, very, very difficult list. This is one of the hardest lists I've ever had to make. This, this was the type of list that I argued with you, quote unquote, argued over text. Like I didn't want to do a list. I thought we both just go back and forth. No, I think you about... got to do the list because it, it'll make it a little bit more controversial, as they say. But there, to me, there, there's a few like had to be on this. And when I was making my list, I put up probably 25 total matches on. Yeah, I had a ton. And. When I was sorting through them, there was some that I was like, all right, I have to have a singles match from the Velveteen Dream and Matt Rill on my list. But spoiler alert, that one did not make this list. And there was just so many good matches. Like, obviously, it's probably like performer of the decade is easier because there's less we'll performer. Get we'll get to There's that less performers than matches. The there are so many matches. There are there are a series oh, yeah, of sorry. matches. That's like, right. I thought I was going to say that. No, Billy, that's not true. But yes, there's way more matches than performers. Yeah, there are there are some people who've had matches like two opponents going against each other twice that could be on this list in the top five. Like you know, uh, opponent A, opponent B face each other six times, yeah. and two of their matches could be on here twice. Absolutely didn't happen because. I, I hate when people do that. Like, I hate when they do a like, top 10 list. And, like, say you're doing a top 10 list of, like, songs from, you know, whenever Thriller came out. At least two Thriller songs, like, would have to be... Are you talking about the album? The album. Oh, would yeah. have to be on, like, whatever the best of that decade Listen, is. if you're talking if about... If you're only going to I'm only going to put one Michael Jackson on. No, yeah. you have to put the best of the best. If, yeah, you're going to put all the Hootie and the Blowfish on. Yeah, exactly. Come on, we're not messing around here. Cracked Review, you know, still is one of the most highest selling albums of all time. Is it really? It was once there a with the stat. Eagles greatest hits? Yes, that's number one. Uh, it, one time, there was a statistic in America. One out of six Americans owned Crack Rare View. I was one. I was not one of them. You were, you, then you were one of the five others. It, it, it was insane. Um, uh, What's going on over there? I, I keep forgetting we're in a fantasy playoffs right now. Oh, yeah, we are. And I don't look at, don't, don't look at scores because I never look at scores. Uh-oh. But I just see I just that. saw Dallas. Yeah, that's all. Like, we have a friend group of Oh, text, God, no. So I just don't. Get out of here, Bill. It looks like it's bad and for And it's me. halfway into the game at this point, I would assume. So, uh, and I'm, I have Ezekiel Elliott as my starting running back. Thurs- I hate playing guys on Thursday night. I feel like they're not ready. Yeah. Even uh, though they played last Thursday, technically, because Thanksgiving, but whatever. Anywho, um... So yeah, matches are very difficult to to break down, but we're going to do it. And we'll give you some honorable mentions. We'll do that in between. We'll probably have to do that right before we get to the top three. Maybe we'll do it before five. Because I think our top five people... Will kind of know? Yeah. Well, no, I think they won't know. So I want to keep it at the point. I think the top two, once we kind of get in the groove, people might start to get there. But I would say this. These are matches we... We're not going to do match of the pot at the end. These are all highly recommended. We're not joking around. We say like the best match of the decade. We do have the caveat, though, because I am doing this podcast with Billy. If you notice anything, it stays in one little box, one little corner, like nothing else ever existed. We did the top 10 tag, top 11 tag, I don't know, that might have been 10 at the time, yep. tag teams, and I couldn't put the Young Bucks in. No, you couldn't. But I will say something, too. Like, if I watched in my lifetime enough Kenny Omega matches, he could fill this list because he's that damn good. Well, he should have been on the list, but we'll say this now. It's all WWE. So there's two reasons that one this is good. A, if you have the WWE Network, easy access to all these matches anytime you want. We can crap, you can crap all over WWE if you want. Best thing they ever did was that WWE Network. It's, it's amazing, awesome. Um, go out and watch the Trish Stratus twenty four for SummerSlam. Really, really good. Was it? Yeah, and they show a lot of her butt. So, um, and so I would just quickly like to throw out a few matches that are not going to be on here that are not WWE related. Kenny Omega, uh, Okada from Wrestle Kingdom eleven, incredible match. Heard good things. You didn't watch that one with us? Uh, or maybe that was just Kevin. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. That's an incredible match. You had Kenny Omega versus Okada a couple times. Like, they did a match at Dominion that people think is better. That's when Kenny Omega finally got the title. You had uh, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. I believe that was WrestleMania 9. Wrestle Kingdom 9. Awesome match. You had uh, the Rhodes brothers facing off each other at um, Double or Nothing recently for AEW. Fin- oh, great match. Great storytelling. Good. Oh, unbelievable. Um... Those three stand out to me. There could be so much more. Adam Cole Baby. Uh, versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Greatest seller. Ray- yeah. Uh, there's a Jay Lethal versus... It wasn't Moose. Silent Bob. 
<laughs> yes, Silent Bob. Uh, actually, he had a really good match against Ric Flair for TNA early in the year. AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle from TNA. But these are just matches you could, if you're bored and you want to, you know, wait, sit on Kota the Kota Ibushi versus a dummy. Kota Ibushi literally fought a, a, it was like a cheerleader dummy. Yeah, and it was great. One of the best matches of all time. I've seen that. Uh, all right, so let's jump into it. At number 11. Of the podcaster, Tessin. For the top 11 uh, wrestling matches of the decade. The Shield vs. Evolution elimination match from Payback 2014. Historic match. And they could have had two on this. They could have. They very well could have. They had a match with Extreme Rules, and they had this match here. I think they're both like... Oh, you're talking about just the Shield? Yeah. Oh, the one against the Wyatt family would be the other one from earlier in the year. No, but even though the other one against Evolution, like when they did six-man tags at this point, it wasn't like the hodgepodge. They were all a unit, which is fine. If you're going to do a six-man tags... Yeah. That's cool. I'm cool with actual collective versus collective. When it's a... Gang warfare. Exactly. This is when the shield was at its absolute apex. And guess what happened the next night? One of the greatest heel turns in WWE history. You you like to patriots them. Let them go too early. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And you don't let it happen too late. Yes. It's better to be a year too early than a year too late. That is my new philosophy for life. It is so 100 It's 100% true. When did that true. start? When would you say it was better to be a year too early than a year too late? I don't, I don't want to get to that. Because <laughs> I've, I've been a few years too late on some stuff. Hey, listen. You know what? You're living, you learn. That's life, baby. Um, but no, this was... If you go back and watch this match, you know, whatever. If you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about it. Obviously, you've had plenty of time. This was in 2014. But I would say it's one of the best elimination matches, too. Because this made the shield... Look stronger than anybody in the history Gotta of the Gotta make him strong. It, oh yeah, CM Punk. Uh, that was a few months earlier. But you had uh, the Shield's clean sweep over Evolution. Just to remind you who Evolution is. Batista. At the time, a little weird, but he just Blue returned. Tista. Blue Tista. Also the next night, gone. Uh, Randy freaking Orton. One, one of, of the best wrestlers. Spoiler alert, I haven't even done my research for it, but he will be the one of the top performers of the last fucking decade. Ooh. Has to don't be. know who Has to be. This decade was a little rough, a little rough on the old. He's little, still great, little Randall. But yes, that that is how and, good he is. And Triple H, the fourteen-time champion. At that is yes, he's fourteen. The, the, the self-booker, self-promoter. You know, uh, can somebody tell me who's sleeping with who? He's sleeping with the boss's daughter. That guy. Yes, that, that's the one. And that's he, the one. they all went down clean. Well, clean. It was a crazy like no rules match. But they all went down to the shield. Seth Rollins' inadequacies were hidden greatly in this match. Oh, using no, them for a big spots. Seth Rollins' coming out party was this match. I always thought Seth Rollins was by far the weakest of the group. I did not. And he, oh, he to me because like obviously Roman Reigns, you kind of saw it, but also like he was that big powerhouse. I thought Dean Ambrose just I was like Dean the Ambrose. charisma of the group, and then there was just there Seth Rollins who does some crazy high spots. You might have bad charisma radar. So he, <laughs> the, the three of them were just excellent together. It was one of the best factions of all time. No doubt about it. I always say, eh, are they? They really are. Yeah. And they broke them up too early. Again, brilliant move. I mean, two of them, they all kind of had their struggles in the main event spotlight. Yeah. They all definitely had the issues at the top. But that's WWE. That's WWE booking more than anything else. But these guys were a great faction and put on phenomenal matches as that faction and this was probably the shining example of all yeah, the matches the only other match and i actually did argue with myself putting it on an honorable mention that people won't ever really talk about won't remember much was from 2017 survivor series when they faced the new day that was like the last time they yeah. were a three-man te- it was awesome well again, that's an awesome match incredible wrestlers yes. all over the place and it was a perfect spot to have those were when all three guys were main eventers for the sh- shield and like all could have been champions and it was just such a great match and just awesome. But this match going back again, Evolution, breakout match for those guys. The next night changed wrestling, changed WWE landscape. I remember for years. I was walking out of the building. I was at work and Monday night, obviously. We always watched Raw. And I was like, ah, this is over. I'm, I'm heading out. This was when I was just getting really back into wrestling. And then all of a sudden I hear Nestle go, oh! And you just walk back in, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? And it was, uh, this is the bet I won against you because you said that Roman Reigns uh, never took never his shirt off. Yeah, no, it was Jackie, yeah. I yep. was wrong. Dead wrong. Ripped uh, it off, hit him with the you, chair. You beat me twice then. It was yeah. SummerSlam like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And you bet two bets. One that Nia Jax used to be like a, uh, a, a fit model. Fit model. And I always said, no, she was like a plus-size model. She actually might have literally been a plus-size model, but she was not in the shape that I currently in gorgeous either way oh my god what a face um and uh yeah and then roman reigns got his jacket ripped off then sure did 
Still waiting for that moment in my head that when he really wants to have the breakout moment, he needs to in a championship match. I think at this point it'll him. never happen. He it's just like John Cena rip... turning heel. He's nah, never this is taken different. That this is just a moment in the ring. He just ripped the shield thing off, and I need blood. I need to kill somebody. Anyways, <laughs> jumping into number ten, the North American Championship ladder match from NXT Takeover 2018. One of those matches that you're probably going bananas. It, it was. I'm never a big fan of the schmas. Uh, ladder matches personally and I, I don't like the like the huge setups to set up but I think this one was a little smoother I thought that last war games it was great the spots oh. were incredible I did think the women's war games match was way better oh, from this year the yes. men's was a little spotty like yeah. in both the setting up of the spots and there was a lot of the, the high spot stuff but Adam Cole EC3 Killian Dane who was a beast in this match oh, he's always... Lars Sullivan's coming out party I think Ricochet who at that point you knew was just a fucking maniac yeah and then I will also say, I think it was really my moment to be like, the Velveteen Dream fucking is... He may not be the perfect in-ring performer, but in the big moments, he shines the absolute brightest. And that elbow drop from the fucking top, tippy uh, top of the ladder was dangerous. nuts. It dangerous. was insane. Yeah, this This was, match was everything. It had a little bit of everything, especially we had Killian. The reason I think this match gets the spot that it does, and it's not just like flippy floppy guys... Having Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan in it just added so much element. It's like going back to some of the great Money in the Bank ladder matches. Most of those involve Kane because you need to not just have guys that can just get thrown around. Yeah, die, you need a little bit the of that. You need some. You need the variety of wrestling. Yeah, styles. you need the Shelton Benjamins in there, but you also need the, the the big beefy guys. Yes, and I thought that's what made the match a little extra special. And but, you always get those moments. In Killian there. Dane can fucking fly with the best of them. Oh, absolutely. He's now he's lost beast. a ton of weight, too. He was a big boy in that match. Yeah, he was like he's Tucker. with the, the sex pot. My sex pot. Oh, yeah. Um, Nikki. Nikki Cross. That's right. In real life, man. Yeah. Honorable mention, I will say, is the tag team ladder match that they had probably about a year ago in NXT with Kyle O'Reilly and the Street Profits. That one was especially nuts, too, but I think I put this one on the list just because it stands out. There's so many standout spots in yes. this thing. And it's one... Probably uh, the first two matches we're starting this list with, you probably may have never seen if you're listening to this. Uh, maybe you've watched The Shield by this point just because of their aura, but this match is like a fun. You just want to watch a match and just be This is a match if like you want to show match. your friends yes. like, hey, wrestling can be really cool sometimes. This is one of those ones I try. Yeah, like you're going to go back and watch Undertaker Mankind because that's like the crazy thing. Yeah, this or, is like the execution uh, of good wrestling with that. Yeah, Mike Awesome versus uh, Mashihiro Tanaka. Oh my God. I that's the people, one I show everybody. That's the one I show yeah. everybody. That's just Phenomenal. like you want to watch people almost kill themselves. Now we're getting into one of the best matches. Honestly, just excellent in a huge, huge moment here as well. And number nine, going back to SummerSlam 2013, Daniel Bryan versus John Cena. See, this is one of the ones where the aura surrounding the match, what happened after the match, all of it builds into this story. But it is, and here's my hot take. I'm going to just come over right now. John Cena may be the greatest wrestler of all time from a standpoint of everything he's ever done. He is on this list more than this is I would big have. Big take, Billy. This is this. He's on this list more than I ever would have thought. Because yes. you know why? He he. Like I said, big it, match, John. Big he match. Has the feel. He really is big match, John. And I said it to you earlier. He is. He wants to be Kenny Omega. I think he knows some of his limitations. He stopped doing the uh, the Adam Cole flip pile driver. Oh yeah. After a while, because he's like, and he ah, stopped doing that springboard stunner. Uh, yeah, but, but he, during that time, he goes into the ring every single time to deliver. The absolute best that he can, and I think for the most part he doesn't. And at this time he was getting the you can't wrestle chance. This is and he absolutely can wrestle, and he is a incredible performer. Like Mike skills, all of that, top notch. He's but somebody like, you want to see when you buy a ticket. I hate to say it, like we can talk about Roman Reigns. We'll have time during the best wrestlers of the decade, all that. I'm never gonna see myself buying a ticket and be like, oh, Roman Reigns thoroughly entertain me. Take it for what it's worth. Sure, I can see that. But John Cena, whether he's on the mic, whether he's in a match. Is so entertaining. Even he's, cornball, goofy, stupid, it's still like very entertaining. Because he gives, and I like to think like in some of what I do, like when I when I sit down to edit we, a video. Are you saying we all have a little John Cena in us? We should. But I think he brings it to literally everything that he does. Like mm. when I sit down to edit a video, it's like you're going to get the absolute best that I can give you in the amount of time that is given. And I feel like that's what John Cena does Just every like my time. love life. Hey, I'm fat. It ain't gonna last long, but, but my life. Even your money. It's gonna be a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm giving Hold you everything on. I got. Uh, but like, I feel like he delivers every time, and even if it maybe didn't deliver, you could see the effort being poured out of this guy. In this match specifically, just to go back in time here, this is coming off the the Mark Henry full retirement oh and Money God. in the Bank. It's what I do. It was awesome. This is Hall of Pain. All of that. 
Daniel Bryan was hand picked. Oh, great. <laughs> when he, then when he actually put it on when he was Hall of Fame. Daniel Bryan was handpicked the night after that event by John Cena. He said he's the hardest working guy in the back, all that. They were putting the the the, the, the grease to John, to Daniel Bryan here. That's why like the whole story of him never really supposed to be the guy to go to WrestleMania 30 doesn't make sense. And maybe it was one big master plan, poorly done. But anyways, Daniel Bryan was picked for this. This match, you have to remember, John Cena had this weird elbow tendonitis. Mm-hmm. And his elbow had a baseball basically coming out of it. We couldn't really see during the match. Showed it the next NRL. Went away for a few months. Um, but this match, these two guys, Beat it the was hell out of each other. awesome. It was mutual respect. Daniel Bryan, I think, was clearly beloved in the back. They wanted to see him get an opportunity like this. Main eventing a pay-per-view. Beat John Cena clean. The debut of his One, running two, knee. Yep. Triple H was a guest referee. Then Triple H hits him. Randy Orton comes out. The first time, I believe, it was post-credit. Money in the uh, bank? Yeah, like, or just post-credit, like, anything happening at a pay-per-view. Like, a few times they stand out, like, when Johnny Gargano got attacked by Tommaso mm-hmm. Ciampa, that was post, like, the little signature. Stamp. And this one was an awesome match. I really recommend it. I think Daniel Bryan is one of the greatest of all time. I think he oozes everything you're looking for in a wrestler, and this match was by far the standout performance. And we'll give you an honorable mention. Eh, uh, we can wait. We can wait. We can wait. I don't know what you're going to say, might, so I'm just You might think it'd be... Yeah, you'll probably think it's on the list. Guess what? It's not. Oh. Spoiler alert. We don't even know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> it's teased to a, uh, something that's not on the list. Number so eight. Number eight. Yeah. I had it a little higher on mine because I think this is one of the matches when I saw it instantly. It was, to me, instant classic level match. Mm-hmm. John Cena, AJ Styles, SummerSlam 2016. Some people will say it's the Royal Rumble one. This one really stood out for me. Just because it was, I mean, both of those matches, but were they were inside the ring. AJ Styles didn't fly too high. It was just the perfect way to just set up a match. The story was great. I beat John Cena up. Everything about oh, this, yeah. everything about this match is phenomenal. This is a match I would show to like uh, a wrestling fan from pa- the past who might be wanting. Why to do you back. watch today? Like, why do I watch today? Because this is a perfect like John Cena and AJ Styles. And I've said this before. John Cena had the best match against AJ Styles in the WWE so far. And look at all the people AJ Styles has fought. That, to me, says so much about who John Cena is as a performer. Yeah, there's one match on here I could have. I had it on my list. I'll tell you this because it's not on here, and I don't think you would think it is. But it was AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Extreme Rules. That was an incredible freaking match. Awesome. Another, I mean, Roman Reigns didn't make this list individually, but another just unbelievable in-ring performer. Yeah, I just think it's a lot of dance partners and some of the stuff that happened. But going back to this match, this was the match, you know, AJ Styles, the storyline turned heel on John Cena. It's when the club, well, whatever they were called, just Gallows and Anderson at the time, first debuted. They were going to come out. They were going to be a tag match with John Cena. They beat him up. He took the armband off his head, and AJ Styles would wear it around his head. So it just really showed the hilarity of it. John Cena's basically upper, you know, his pat, his bicep, is the size of AJ Styles' head. And AJ Styles is a giant man as well. Oh, he's a big dude. He's not that big, but he's he's pretty huge. I think he is. Uh, I think he is. He's not a big man. He's getting set in his measurements. But anyways, yeah, 24, 36, 30, 24. Maybe she's 5'3". Yeah, so (laughs) AJ Styles, just awesome match. I think, you know, like I said, I love the match against Roman Reigns. Great first year for AJ Styles in general. The in-ring storytelling. The in-ring storytelling. The reason I like this also better than the Royal Rumble, and I always side with this, it wasn't for a title. It was just a feud. I'm a better than you. You think you're better than me. We're going to show it, find out in the ring. And AJ Styles won! clean oh yeah that was the best part of it that was that was the thing that i didn't expect when it happened exactly and like the whole thing i didn't like the royal Rumble match aj was the champion he should have just held on to the title and that was the 16th one yeah and it was just for a month it wasn't even it was like two and a half weeks i think it's to get him so the next time he comes back he breaks it no because he should because he's the best it was because they wanted him to do a storyline where he's gonna get engaged to his girlfriend that didn't even end up working out and he said he didn't want to do it so like well we're gonna give you this title run for like two and a half days and then you're gonna lose to bray wyatt who's then gonna lose it to randy orton who's then gonna was it to Jinder Mahal? That was a very sing-songy recap. I like that. Because I remember that year. It was very frustrating. SmackDown was such a good show. It was. Remember, it was this great. was SmackDown. This was when SmackDown was fucking I know. Like, this is before Brand Split. No, but it was. It was. What was it? Yeah, the Brand Split happened after this. You sure? This. When did we go to that? Uh, the draft was two. Uh, you might be right. Either I'm way. pretty sure. We're getting things confused. There's a lot of wrestling here. It is. It's a, it was a hell of a decade. But either way, right. phenomenal match. Great stuff. So two John Cena's in a row. And then we get to... Honestly, a really weird statistic for this decade and really hard decision. The only female match on the countdown. I had a ton on my list. A lot of them didn't make it their way into the top 10. Yeah, I... Uh, 11. 
I also the other podcasters. Don't I know. think I had more women's matches than you did, and I will mention the ones that did not make this list. For ones that really stood out to me was Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, WrestleMania thirty two. Oh, that stole the show. That, that was the best break, match of the, it was, of the night. It was. Uh, I think it was the come out, breaking out, coming out party. It was when they debuted the women's title again. I'm actually now mad this isn't on here, but it was the moment for women. It was their first big highlighted WrestleMania match. I think honestly ever. Like go back in the annals of all the WrestleManias, what women match really stands out? Very few. Like maybe you could bring up China this versus past Ivory. WrestleMania one. Oh, but I'm going well, at that time. Sorry. Oh, before they like get 32. Like, no, they were all just, like... Other. The 31 had a tag match with the Bellas versus Paige and AJ. 30 had the AJ defending in a big, like, battle royal schmoz. trying Schmanz. to think if... Uh, what's her name? Lisa Marie Vaughn there. Um, oh, yeah. Victoria. Victoria faced Trish Stratus and Jazz out of WrestleMania 18. Um, 19. Nothing super standout, yeah. Tw- like, it get Oh, Mickey James versus Trish Stratus. Oh, that, that, that's, that's probably could but, be up there. It, but anyways, so that match was just... Everything you're looking for there. I also had uh, Asuka versus Charlotte from WrestleMania 34. Streak versus, like, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. I thought that match under-delivered a little bit, and I really thought Asuka should have won. Yes, but I almost feel like her being... It's the shock loss. It was... I just... You know, New Orleans is where streaks go to die, as we know. Yeah. But it was just awesome match. I like that one. And the last one I would mention was the WrestleMania from this year, the main event, just because of the historic nature of it. First time main event, regardless of the results. It was just a really fantastic My two, before we reveal number seven here, would be the Charlotte-Becky last woman standing uh, match. I thought that was a phenomenal match. I always forget. Was that... That wasn't TLC. TLC was the triple. That, that was, was the Women's Evolution. evolution yes. Which was... It was a knockdown, dragon affair. Started another, a little another one of those? What? We get another one of those? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, evolution. Like, yeah, now let's, let's go to Saudi Arabia. Kevin, do you need Ronda Rousey to sell it? Eh, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I really loved, uh, surprisingly, I didn't even mention Asuka, even though I think she's a phenomenal performer, but she really doesn't have a great dance partner yet uh, to really bring her out. We could have done Asuka Becky Lynch from this year, too, or Sasha versus Ronda Rousey from this year. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, had, had, really good I had I had uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte on there oh, too. Yes, yeah, and then I think the last one I wanted to put on, but I didn't even make the honorable mentions, was Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Sasha, uh, Becky Lynch is coming up, party way back in at NXT. Yep. I think like Toronto, or yeah, it was I'll find it. Keep talking. About it was it. like 2014, 2015, maybe even no. It had to be earlier than that. It was fifteen. They, I believe they started chanting for Becky after her loss in that match against Sasha. That was the first night that I was like, all right, Becky Lynch. Might be something here. I always thought Sasha Banks already kind of was that. Oh, it was unstoppable. Unstoppable. What year was it? 16? Wow. Uh, no, really? Probably. Uh, that makes sense. But think about how far Becky Lynch has come in that time. 15. 2015. 2015. That makes sense. I think that was sense. the latter ma- uh, cage match, right? Uh, nope. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Oh, this is the night of uh, the debut Yes, that, of and that makes 100% Joe. sense. This, this night stands out for a good reason, my Matt. Uh, night. This was the night he The debut, longest right? match of the night, by the way, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Yeah, it was a great match. I thought it was better than the one they had on the main card recently, because I didn't think they brought it. I thought the Hell in a Cell match was really good, though. It was okay. Oh, no, that was an awesome uh, for me, I think, all right. I think it's time to reveal number seven. We're all over this place, but well, Sasha. Well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say also there was the four horsewomen actual match, and I see it was also was really good. That was good. But yeah, so the one we'll go with is the Iron Woman's match. It's Bailey versus Sasha NXT Takeover. Respect. Um, I actually debated with this. Or we their, both like the other one too. Yeah, uh, the New York Takeover, uh, Brooklyn. Sorry, Takeover. But this one, I think you had day, this higher. I like the no, other. No, I like one. the. You know what's weird? It was one of those ones I forgot, but I remember respect to be in the match. I just I guess I forgot this was the Iron Woman. I don't love the ending of this match, but historic again. First time women main eventing any wrestling pay per view at the time for WWE. It was just a drag out awesome match two women going at it and there's something about after the match there was like that celebration where everyone came like it felt big and it, it did feel like big. a big time moment and it was it was it was just one of and those standout moments these two had had their ups and downs big time on the main roster but when they were in nxt they really made me like i had three bailey shirts at the time i believe you're i was, a believer it was I, you were I was, a hugger yeah it was it was because at the end of the day we can simplify this so easy if anyone goes oh they suck on the main roster these people weren't overexposed when they were on NXT. And so she connected show. better with the crowd. They knew how to build her as a babyface. They uh, really did. Well. They did. They built it crowds, one-hour shows, you're only seeing these people twice a month, and you wanted to see them. And the crowd absolutely loved Bailey. I remember one of my favorite matches, I could, I could have put this on here too, was her versus Nia Jax in a Bret Hart-esque match where she took her down bit by bit yep. by bit. And the crowd before started chanting, Hey, Bailey." Oh, uh, 
That like to they me, also did that for, with her versus Oscar takeover on Dallas when I was at. And really? People, oh my god! To me, like when, once you get to that level, like that—that's the level that both of these women were at. Like the Sasha's ratchet chance. No, she's yeah. not. Like this was when they were at like their absolute best. And like my my buddy at uh, my old work, Cap, was always like, "Why do you like women's wrestling?" I was like, "You have to watch these matches." And I remember he watched like some shitty match. And he's like, "I don't know what you see." I was like, "You need to watch these like specific ones." And this is one of the ones I would definitely point to. So then we'll jump into number six. He's back on the list. John Cena. He's facing... Um, Big match, John. John Cena versus Jinder Mahal. No, from, come on. Uh, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth freaking Rollins. To me, this was his real singles coming up. Oh, right? this, this was. is when you saw him like, oh, shit, he's yeah. got some moves. This is he Royal... only has those two moves. But... Uh, Royal Rumble 2015. An excellent triple threat. I'm never going to start having the conversation about, this is the best triple threat, this is the best triple threat. I'm not a triple threat match fan. This one was money. It was oh, well it's beautifully told. done. They killed Brock Lesnar, so he was eliminated from the match like early on. It became a John Cena versus... That's not what I'm looking for. John Cena versus um, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins match, and they were both just great. They had other good matches, and then Brock Lesnar being Well, his open challenge it. against... Uh, Seth Rollins was yep. one of the better matches in Raw history. It was it, fucking phenomenal. There's a lot of good stuff there, but this match specifically had great storytelling from taking Brock out to Brock returning, killing everybody, winning the match, by the way, but also just like seeing Cena and Seth the Rollins. The Phoenix Splash that we've seen twice from Seth Rollins? Come Maybe on. a little more, but fucking that break match it out, was, yeah. piece of trash. <laughs> what, you can't do it anymore? He does the Falcon Arrow instead. That's a suplex. That's his move. It's ridiculous. He sometimes does it twice. And he did the Shane McMahon from the the inside of the ring to the, the table on Brock. That's what got him out and oh, broke yeah. his ribs. It, it, That's what set the match on fire. Yes. Burn it down. He and did. Then, yeah, his career went fucking in the shitter after his <laughs> heel run. But this, this match was like a standout match. And I remember people at work being like, holy shit. Because a lot of people that don't watch wrestling will watch the Royal Rumble. And this was when people were like, wow, that's Seth Rollins, huh? Yeah. Look at him now, but back then he was something. <laughs> and also, this thing about Seth Rollins was he had the briefcase at the time. After losing the match, it was a quick tease. Like, is he going to try yeah. to go get it? It would eventually cash it in at that year's WrestleMania on Brock Lesnar. Small storytelling that intertwined. So now we're getting into the top five. Um, any other honorable mentions? I think this is the point where it's like we're going to play these next two. I don't see people potentially predicting in the maybe the top three. Daniel maybe. Bryan WrestleMania 30. Two matches could potentially be on this list. I I highly suggest that Triple H versus Daniel Bryan. That's great. That's one of the, even it, the main event. It's good. The main event. The Randy Orton almost killing or who almost died in that? I think it was Randy yeah. Orton who got hit. Like the they didn't move the television. He's had a thing. couple of close calls in his career. He sure has, and he almost killed one of the Singh brothers once and had the greatest facial oh, expression. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways, um, there's that match. Um, there. I gotta look. Hold on. I gotta just see because I have to mention a few because I'm gonna I'll get emotionally upset with myself. Yeah, let me look at my list too. Okay, so I'll just rifle them off. We have to get deep into them. The ones I know that aren't on here. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa takeover Chicago. Gargano versus Cole this year's takeover New York. It was great. It, I just something about Johnny Gargano's matches. They're always good. It's almost they, like they he's too good. Yeah, they just don't like steal the show for me enough. Oh, well, that's fair. Uh, War Games 2017. That was the year with AOP with Roderick Strong versus Undisputed Era versus Sanity. There's crazy blood in that match. That match was insane. Sami Zayn versus Cesaro at NXT Arrival. That was the very first match ever saw on the oh WWE that one Network. was the one that opened my eyes to nxt i remember yeah. being very excited and i was like cesaro yeah that was and that, that match that was when he did the the first time i saw him do the dive under between the bottom and the middle rope and the ddt yes. i was like holy shit yeah it was nuts uh i also have on my list a shield versus the wyatts which you mentioned earlier just mentioned daniel bryan versus triple h and the rest, I believe, are on this list. All right, I'll quickly get mine out of the way. John Cena versus Cesaro on Monday Night Raw. This match was phenomenal. I think it was a half an hour long. It was it was crazy. Yeah. But that open challenge was just another reason why John Cena might be the greatest of all time because he took a belt that didn't really mean anything at the time and made it the best thing to see on TV, period. And then I'll say Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan from wrestlemania this past one mm. great match great moment i think if it main evented the night it might have made this list for me i don't know it was it was a good it was a very good match beautifully wrestled but it didn't do enough for me and then undertaker triple h hell in a cell wrestlemania 20... 27 um 20 2012 uh let me look at my roman 29. numerals 28 28 yeah sorry was this was the end of the era mm -hmm. so i I think this match I get mad about 
because Undertaker beautifully well-storied four-year arc with Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if you saw him with Stone Cold recently. He talks about it, but like he had the arc where he's, him and Shawn Michaels had two like career-ending, streak-ending matches. Then it was like Triple H trying to retribute for his friend. The it's the twenty-seven one I thought was the dribbling craps. That one it was, was bad. literally just fin. It was like playing WrestleMania two thousand. Both finisher, come in finisher, with three finishers finisher. and just finishers, finishers, kickouts. All this match had much more storytelling with Shawn Michaels being the referee. This whole end of an era like idea, even though I don't really know what that really turned out yeah, to mean. But for a long time. it was. Sweet Jesus of Nazareth, my guy. Sorry. Um, uh, we, we get pushed. Over. The only time you I ever see a score of is a like, bitch. Am I playing you? No. 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 You, no. You get. Want Pachi to win? No. Oh, I'm just saying. Like, well, I'm, I'm not getting a lot of points right now. I get the Chicago D. So, oh, bad, bad move. No, that's fine. Give me ten. The game ain't over. So, anyways, so I think Ezekiel has a big game going right now. By the way, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So, anyways, I'm sorry. We're getting totally distracted <laughs> out of this. That uh, that Triple H that. Uh, End of an era one is a special match, and it really sh- probably should have made this list, but it just shows how great of a year, year, ten years it was. One year, ten years, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the last one I'll mention Scott is Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, oh, uh, take over our evolution. One of this one was favorite. really hard for me not to put high up on the list. Me too. But I didn't. It was, li- <laughs> it was literally one of my favorite matches of all time. It's still that event was my. I can still think is to this day the best NXT event. It was Kevin Owens versus CJ Parker to open the night. Oh, there's only one Earth. Yes, you had. I forget the women's match off the top of my head, but you had that match ending it. Like I'm Sami Zayn and like Daniel Bryan to me. It's incredible. Yes, Neville kind of heel turn. Kevin Owens coming back up, killing Sami Zayn. It was awesome. It was just such a great, great event. So now let's jump into the top five. You have any more honorable mentions? Nope, that's it. This may be one of the another one of those ones that you're like really that? it's the most innovative ma- one of the more innovative matches I think I've seen in a long time and we're talking about the New Day versus the Usos you've seen it a million times there's a lot of great tag matches the only tag match I believe on this nope. list oh shit alright there is one honorable mention DIY versus um, oh uh, Revival the Revival uh, Toronto NXT TakeOver Toronto that one I, I had really high up on the list uh, I think because of your list it did not make it but that yeah. one Sucks. It's sad that it didn't make Sucks. it, but WWE does not make tag team wrestling a thing. So and this, honestly, reflects. think about it, this is also a main roster one. This is an NXT. Yeah, this was inside Hell in a Cell, the only to this day, I believe, tag team Hell in a Cell match, especially for the tag team titles. This match was insane. They did things inside of the Hell in a Cell you'd never seen before. No, there have been tag team matches inside of the Hell in a Cell. Mm. Uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Triple H versus. Uh, Fucking oh yeah, yeah, big show. Well, yeah. that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> I mean, good tag team matches, yeah, not entertainment legit. style. This match was awesome when they tied. I'm sorry, handcuffed Xavier Woods to the uh, the ring post, yeah. hanging to the outside. Insane. Yeah. They were just beating him with a kendo stick. Was great. There was gruesomeness to this match. It was stuff you're like, oh, how do they pull this off? And oh. then it was just the Usos being the fucking Usos who were awesome. And then Big E and Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is such a great wrestler. Yeah. He's just phenomenal. This was the first time I was like, I used to think the storyline with them was going to be every time uh, uh, Xavier Kofi Woods did not wrestle, they lost. Yeah, they lost. And which was happening for a while when they lost their tag titles. But this was just a great match. Definitely highly recommend you go back. So if you want to watch a ladder match, you watch that NXT TakeOver one. If you want to watch a Hell in a Cell match, which is kind of hard because it's such a weird like force theme. Oh, put them in there because that's what they want. This is actually one that felt right. The arc of their storyline needed a specialty match. This was great. So then we'll jump into number four. Another match I think you're going to be surprised is on here. Not if you watch wrestling. I don't think so. I think you're going to be surprised it's not that high. I, I, it's I number this, three. This was my two. Big jump to number oh, this three. this is four. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Number four. I'm screwing up lists left and right Sorry, here. sorry. I'm just so Tyler excited. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, NXT TakeOver Chicago 2017. When I saw this, I said this is the best match I've seen in 10 years, which was kind of a lie because there's a couple more on this <laughs> list, and I did have one ranked higher myself. But this match... From pillar to post, start to finish, T to B, top to bottom, this thing was absolutely perfect. This is the Macho Man uh, Steamboat match that, like from WrestleMania three, that everyone talks about being one of the best matches. But the match of that night, everyone knows, is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. This is the same night that the turn from Tommaso Ciampa with Johnny Gargano was the first night that they gave the NXT Tag Team uh, titles the main event. But this match is just pure. Like, if you're a fan of in-ring wrestling, storytelling inside the ring, this is it. This With is a Pete little Dunn. bit of high-flying to it, because T- Tyler Bate oh, can yeah. bring it. And it's also like, this is when Pete Dunne was just murdering people. Yep. He was breaking Joint people's Joint manipulation. Fingers. Yes, it was, it's great. And JR on the call in this one, too. Oh, my God, I forgot With, about uh, that. With Nigel. 
Holy crap. But I will say I still would have rather had my boy, uh, Moro Ronaldo. Moro Ronaldo's a very special. Best in the business. Best in the mm, business. JR is still the best. Nope, me. not even close. Oh, I love Moro Moro Ronaldo. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Excalibur. I'm, yeah, fuck that guy. Oh. But this match uh, and our boy Zach, who I think does listen from time to time, uh, he says this is his favorite match of all time. I can see why. I went back and I watched this one probably two days ago when I was making this list because this was the one that jumped out to me as my best match of the mm. 2010s. It's not. It's number two for me. Number four on our list. But god damn it, like this match is beautiful. It's perfect. Everything about it. Both of these guys. Fucking Tyler Bate does that spin, the helicopter oh, spin, yeah. for like ten minutes in this match. He makes Cesaro look absolute uh, stud. He's got the legs like Carson Edwards on the Celtics. <laughs> He's just got like thick fucking massive legs Reese's. for a little dude. I mean, this match, it's just, it's good. This is a match I, again I would show to an older wrestling fan who wants to get back into it. Also, was for the United Kingdom Championship. Yep, and this is what started the longest run in recent WWE history by Pete Dunne. Yes, true. It was like 600 and something days. Yeah. Long then, time. Wal- then Walter killed him. Yep. So now we'll jump in. And then jump he got in- jobbed out at Survivor Series. Jobbed out. People get, this whole jobbed out thing, people use something so dramatic. People got to lose. That's true. People get jobbed. You don't get jobbed out when you go back a couple Survivor Series ago when all the new guys all lost. The first people eliminated was like Bobby Roode, oh, yeah. Finn Balor. That's talking about jobbed out when That's Triple, Triple H is booking yeah. the now Triple H is like, all right, guys, I'll back up. I, I'm out. I got it. All right, so Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura comes this in. This could have been one. Three. Could have been one. Could've For been me, one. it's my... Uh, I guess it has to be because I was about to say Gargano Cole, but there was something different because my wife was more into that match being with her. But is this, this the match, first appearance by Sami Zayn on our no. list? Uh, yes. Yes. And it's also Shinsuke Nakamura's first appearance in WWE, like any wrestling. No big storyline coming in. It was just Shinsuke Nakamura's coming in the flag barrier of NXT at the time was Sami Zayn. The, you, if you're going to come in here, you got to face me. And they put on clinic, maybe the best pure wrestling match out of this list of this decade because it was just two guys that have, you know, the indie and, and you know, Japanese background. This was when they strong talked about style. strong style. You saw it here. Strong style is kind of dumb because it's really just beating the crap out of your opponent. It's also saying that what does everybody else do? Not strong style? Fake or style. They, they, yeah, exactly. That's what I don't get. <laughs> well, Shinsuke Nakamura brought it that night. I think still to this day his best match. Not even close. It's, it's 100% yeah. his best but, match. But like, I don't think anything, yeah, I don't think Nothing's even really... come close to touching it. No, some Samoa Joe matches were good but not, like, they were strong style, like beating the crap out of each other but this was like Sami Zayn just plays well with everybody he's he really, another guy that really has a tough time having a bad match yeah he he could wrestle a broom he is one of those 100% guys I think Shinsuke Nakamura is kind of out of place on this list because he doesn't match up like everybody else kind of before and after him except for maybe Seth Rollins here oh. on this list always has a great match always delivers is just top notch all time performers yeah Shinsuke, time to time, does not bring it. Sometimes doesn't bring it at all. Yeah, it's, I, there's something That's where why we, this one set him up for, like, I was like, this guy's going to be amazing. I couldn't wait. And being there, it, it was special. The it theme, was just a special. The oh, the, the violin. <laughs> First time you ever heard that theme. But tease for next week, we'll be doing the top 10 uh, theme songs. Um, maybe I'll switch this order, actually. Yeah. That has production yeah. on it. There's already, they've both been recorded. A little, little inside little, podcasting uh, here. People know people do this. Yeah, of course. But I don't know which one I'm going to put do now. Because this yeah. one's going to take work. The other one may not. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> then you have... Uh, now we'll go with this one. Uh, Sami Zayn. Again, Shinsuke Nakamura. Awesome. This was also Sami Zayn's final wrestling match as a part of the roster of NXT. He went down a couple times, but this was his final match there. Yeah, you always got to go down a couple times. It's just awesome. Those two guys. So we're basically going... Like a lot of these last few... like missed new day. sex joke there. Oh, you got to go down sometimes? Yeah. Honestly, you got to go first, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because once the other way, the other ship sets sail. I'm done. Sayonara. Yeah, By the way, good night. Not, a, not a big um, adult film watcher by any means. But when I do... Wait, like feature ones or just like online? Oh, just like the Google like or whatever. Really? Yeah, you go into oh. the, the tubes of X or whatever. I mean, I go through my phases where it's like memory slash other stuff. Well, slash... with the current situation I'm in, I'll be honest, not just marriage, but my wife um, expecting, we'll say, um, the, it's just different. Like, right, fair you, enough. Like, you don't have, have the time. that bridge, yeah. Yeah, it's in like... Yeah, it's just... I don't know how to explain Again, it. no children that I know of. Yeah. Good. Um, but uh, neither do I as of right now. But um, <laughs> the thing about... I don't know where I was going with this, actually. Oh, no. The point was, you always notice in those... Guy goes... He sinks like a ship. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it is just... Tra- Not enough underwear, by the way, in pornography. I don't know what that means. I don't like that. It's just like... <laughs> that, 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 that's like... It goes right to the nudes. It's like I'm wearing, like I'm casually wearing like a business suit, and I'm just no underwear. Yeah. Don't like it. Doesn't make me feel. It kind of loses reality right there. 
I I need suspension of disbelief. In yeah, my... it's been a while since I've been in the lab, so I can't tell what reality is anymore. I understand that. All right, so now basically where we're going here, you had Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. You got Tyler Bay versus Beaton. This is like your. This could have been from 1986 to you know any time. I don't Indian think we have a 2019 on here, do we? No, nothing from this year. No, and Seth Rollins could sneak in under the wire. Yeah. I think it's the recency bias that everything sucks currently. It is crazy because I'm usually the other way of recency bias. I love it. Yeah, but I think this, I, this also this decade. This is like the independent decade. There's two things I think I can stand out about this decade. That's going to be contradictory by the two top matches. But it was the years of like the independent guys and the smaller guys taking over. Look at those last couple of people. They're not big major superstars. There's nobody. There's no hangover from like the tw- like the '90s attitude. Era no, this those. early part of the list is pretty much new people, new blood. Yeah, and even going most of the list is. Like, there's not a, like, John Cena, yeah, of course, he's, like, that guy from the turn of, like, after the Attitude Yeah, I mean, he's the best wrestler I've ever lived, so. Okay, potentially. Um, so, now we jump into number two. Arguably could have been number one. Arguably could be the greatest match of all time. I Arguably think could be their the sec- second best match. So, uh, or third best match in some people's eyes, if you go back oh, to. Oh, the Hell in the Cell was phenomenal. So, we're talking about The Undertaker versus Mankind. Yep. No, uh, we are talking about The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 26, the earliest event on this list because that was in 2010 and was the streak versus career amazing storytelling to quickly recap Shawn michaels won the slammy for a match of the year for their last one he had this like distraught like the last time the slammy's like meant anything and he was like i can do it i can beat him undertaker damn it i challenge you undertaker's like yeah get out of here you you lost you're out um because nobody's really well except for a triple it's H one of the few I, I didn't even think the rock rematch with uh cena was oh, good this it. this was great yeah and then the story went undertaker was the champion so Shawn michaels had to win the royal rumble Shawn michaels gets eliminated during that royal rumble maybe the second biggest shock of a loss of, maybe the number one dan bryan losing getting tossed out in, by rusev in 2015 rusev. Yeah. was a big shocker it's similar style uh Shawn michaels got knocked out by batista that year then he interrupts, he tells Teddy Long, I want to get traded to SmackDown so I can face The Undertaker, get in the Elimination Chamber. He says, nope, you can't do that. You're a raw property. Comes out of the ring during Elimination Chamber, knocks Undertaker out of that match. I think Edge won the title that night, or Batista, or Johnson, or whoever. And then Shawn Michaels gets his match against The Undertaker, but The Undertaker says, the only way I'm fighting you is if you put your career on the line. And Shawn Michaels says, I'll risk it all because I know I can beat you. It, the empowering promos it's amazing it like uh this was when he came out in all white right no that was 25 that was 25 okay but either way like the the build-up to this match was fantastic oh. and i think that's what the one and two here have in common with some wwe historical legends and these guys really just classic like it's an instant classic they already had one the year before but they know like they work incredibly well together and you know it's weird because now they have respect for each other. The first time they fought in the Hell in the Cell, they hated each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone hated Shawn Michaels. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like, Undertaker really hated him because yeah. he was the locker room leader. And the Undertaker still had his fastball at this point in his career. This is probably... We talked about the Triple H one, but I think... No, CM Punk. I'm going to give him that. That might be the last great Undertaker match. CM Punk, Undertaker. Yeah, that, I toyed with that being on this list, but I... Yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah, I, I just think this one... That was the one I thought that he should have lost, too. That was that to me. That would have been the fitting one. Yeah, I like think CM Punk always cries that he didn't get the main event. But if he knocked off the Undertaker streak, one that might have kept him in the company. Maybe who knows? He's a piece of shit. Well, who but, knows what they would have done with him? Yeah, yeah, who knows what they would have done with him? But I felt like that was the one to knock him off. The, the way I, I honestly thought Shawn Michaels was gonna get it here. I thought so too because I just didn't see Shawn Michaels retiring. And I'm glad that they, well he came back of course because well, we don't talk about that. No, we don't. Then the bald one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these guys just superb in-ring performers probably the, my two favorite top two of three in my childhood of all time you know him Bret Hart Shawn Michaels those just you can't go wrong with guys like that and this match just had it all the story like we were saying to start this what makes a good match the story the wrestling all that this had it both everything cooked up into this one like the Tyler Bate one was just a great match you really yeah. didn't know much Shinsuke about the story same, same thing, thing. just kind of cooked up great literally everything in this going into this made the match better and then they delivered and even over delivered in the and, match and the undertaker at the end afterwards kind of gave a tip of the cap the crowd got to say goodbye to Shawn michaels just great stuff Shawn michaels don't forget two years earlier before the retired Rick, stuff, retired Rick Flair. just so much great storytelling that we're not getting these days not because long-term storytelling isn't the same Dead. but great match so now that leads us 
and to number one, the greatest wrestling match of this decade. I don't care if this is international, independence, everything. This is another one of those storylines. This, this was this, actually given love by Meltzer. I think this actually, and this is the first time oh, we've mentioned five, it. It's a far, uh, five-star match, yes, which before, he doesn't hand out to a no, lot of people. This was, except he, in the Tokyo Dome, as they say. Yes, which is well, true. No, six stars in the, in the yeah. Tokyo Dome. But this match right here brought the lapsed fan back, including yours truly. I've always liked wrestling. I've had my ups and downs. I've had my ins and outs. But I was not watching Monday Night Raw consistently during these days, during like 2010, 2011, 09, I definitely 08. wasn't. Because um, we were watching it pretty strongly like up to like 07, 08, 08 maybe. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, man, like I watched a big match. I watched WrestleManias. But like they don't stand out. They're not in, ingrained in my brain. And this moment brought me into like, I need to see what's going on. I What is this? I remember a friend... Uh, I was working. He was an intern for me at the time. Said, "Hey, did you see this?" And I showed me. I go, "What the hell's going on?" Then I saw it on like the like Boston Globe. There was write ups everywhere. We're talking about CM Punk's pipe bomb, which brought us to CM this is, Punk. Yeah, this is the thing. Like people at work were showing me. Like, hey, you're a wrestling fan. Did you see this? Yeah. yeah. It, this is CM Punk, John Cena, Money in the Bank, 2011, and this is where the John Cena big match Johnson, I really believe, brought out to the next level. Well. Yeah, and this was, I watched this two nights ago, I think. He comes out to the ring, no running, no nothing, just stone-cold killer, like absolutely ready, knew the crowd was going to be hostile. It was hostile. They they chanted, John Cena sucks. This is one you can clearly hear, too, in the crowd. It's great. It's like, see, oh, like, uh, Cena sucks! No, 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 but it was like, it was like you could just hear children and women going, let's uh, go, CM. And it's very little. And then you CM. heard the, the CM Punk from Mid. Oh, that was CM Punk. It was before CM Punk. Yeah. Right, it was CM but Punk. it was crazy just to hear, like, literally just kids and women It was like a versus mouse men. versus me screaming. It was <laughs> unbelievable. But it was equally as loud because it was literally half and half little kids and then, like, people like us cheering yeah. for CM Punk. And this was the crowd of the year crowd oh, of yeah. the decade chicago is always a hot crowd and just cm punk being from the if you want to watch a match just to watch the crowd obviously this decade this match if you want to watch they both involve john cena the other one is an ecw when oh it was my a, God, rvd versus that john crowd cena. was electric and that crowd was one eighth of the amount of people it was awesome but that was the original uh cena wins we riot yes and i was worried i remember watching that at my ex-girlfriend's house at the time in a basement i don't know were you there no Okay, um, and it was like, I was like, whoa, this was insane. But anyways, back to this. Money in the Bank 2011, perfect storyline. CM Punk gets fired for saying what he's, or released or whatever they said for saying this. John Cena wants him back so he can have this match as he'll do it. John Cena will be fired if he loses the match. Vince McMahon, during the match, tries to do a screwjob angle. Oh, no, very end of the match. Yeah, very end. Like the last thing. And it's kind of, that's the only thing that kind of missed me a little bit because John I Cena came out of it. I kind of liked it, though, because it was... You know, a good way, like, CM Punk kind of steals the win because he got distracted, but it wasn't, like, really cheap. Yeah, it wasn't cheat. like a, yeah, it wasn't He just cheap. took advantage of the moment, which yeah. is very CM Punk-esque. Yep. This is when a tope suicina, as they say, was actually a unique move because when he did it... didn't see like, it every time? Yeah, he didn't see it six, six times, times a night. Oh, God, I uh, hate Sometimes it. eight times a match, depending oh on who's wrestling. Watch NXT and AEW at the same oh, time. Ridiculous. See, honestly, 20 of them. That's why I like when somebody does it a little bit different if they go through the bottom, bottom rope, rope or they do, like, a course through Banks. Or if you're 90 years old, like the guy from the Rock and Roll Express who did it like two, three weeks <laughs> ago. Maniac. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then he did that fucking flip pile driver. And he's still, they're still fighting on NWA power. Yeah, they won like a tag team champions, I think. Um, <laughs> but are. this was, I think it, I think everybody's consensus. It's, it's the number one of number ones. It's, you know, the Babe Ruth. It's, it's, it is the number one match of the decade. There's probably a lot of other matches that outweigh it in the 2000s because that's, you know. The you saw the pitch. Austin. You had Austin Rock. Well, you, you had Shawn Michaels in his like second coming. Oh yeah, where he had some phenomenal matches that I put over this. But not to you know drag this down because it's our number one. But John Cena delivered. He was getting the Cena sucks chance throughout this. CM Punk. Everything he did was crisp and phenomenal. Except anything he does off the top rope, he should never go to the top rope. Terrible elbow drop. And in this match, he gave one of the worst cross bodies ever. That's the only thing for me keeping this from an absolute perfect match. Because everything about it, the storytelling, the way I even like the Alberto Del Rio coming out, him fucking kicking him in the head and taking right. off, everything about this was perfect. It felt real. Like, you kind of forget that it was a fake wrestling match it, throughout it, was, it. I was not watching this live. I'll never forget this. I was at, I lived in an apartment with friends at the time. I wasn't watching it live. I signed up. I don't know when I, I originally signed up for Twitter. But all I was doing was watching 
the tw- I, it was like the hashtag tweets. money in the bank or whatever and I was just watching it develop and I remember being like what's happening and then I remember they said like Johnny Ace and Vince McMahon and then John Cena gets and then they when they said CM Punk won and then the next day watching it online replays and stuff I was like it just felt different I never had done that before just watch Twitter to see what was going on for a wrestling was, match yeah like obviously now I could probably find it and read it live like, yeah but even like that is crazy to think that I would never watch anything that was like scripted yeah on Twitter and I was wa- I was continuing. It was some. I forget what I was watching at the time. I remember for a while. Now I don't because this is obviously July. Who wants to be a millionaire? No, July <laughs> on a Sunday night. I don't. I couldn't tell you. But I was by myself on my couch, just replaying that. Probably eating like hot dogs and freaking chicken wings. But it was that's just an awesome match. If you want to go back, if there's any match you really watch that. The one thing I would also add, just watch the promos for this two leading. And we were actually there at the go home show for um it was in boston and that's when cm punk had the great line he's like you're not the underdog you're the, yeah, the yankees you're, you're the and yankees. he punched him in the face he's like even don't john, call me that even though john cena is a yankees fan i know this is a lot of weird stuff like yeah. it's like adam sandler from new hampshire but he's like loves the yankees but whatever screw off uh and quick side note honorable mentions they could have had at least one other match these oh, the two, one the one from, from raw, raw 1000 when he john cena cashed in money in the bank when cena punk turned heel on the rock so much good stuff there. So how many times did John Cena make this list? So technically, by official terms, one, two, three, four. Four, four out of 11. I think I had him in like my top 15, six times. So you maybe? also talked about the Cesaro match. Which was amazing. You We, no, that match wasn't that good. I just The think Seth Rollins it. one was great too on um, yep. Raw. I'm trying to think there was one That's the them. other thing too. He has matches on Raw that are that friggin' Oh, he wrestled a million times on Raw. You have to also remember during this time we need to mention there's no WrestleMania match for John Cena on here. And not that he had really great ones, but he wrestled consistently at WrestleMania. How many WrestleMania matches are on LS2? Uh Michaels. Oh, one, one, right? Just one. Yeah, one WrestleMania match. Could have, like we said, we mentioned some other ones, but we have some WrestleMania weekend matches in there. But WrestleMania itself, just one. It's not the event like it used to be. It's overexposed. There isn't as many great... They try to go for glitz and glamour more than, like, meat and potatoes type yeah. of stuff. Like, if I really think... Like, especially look at main events. How many main events do we also have on this? Not a ton. No. Like, okay, Shield vs. Evolution main event. Oh, maybe I'm wrong here. Let's see. No, North American wrong. Championship? No. Daniel Bryan, John Cena? Yes. John Cena, HSL? No. Sasha Bailey? Yes. Cena... Bra- I no, think I don't think it the was. The Rumble was the main yeah. event because mm-hmm. that's where Roman Reigns got booed. So no, New Day Usos, nope. no, Tyler Bate done, no, Sami Zayn Shin, no, in the top two. Well, that's because TV. usually the main event doesn't like people. Somebody goes out to steal the show, and typically they do. Yeah, you have more of an opportunity when you're not in the main event to steal the show, unless you have the stories like the Undertaker, Michaels, CM Punk uh, versus John Cena. It takes a lot to have a main event that pays off. So I'll do uh, I'll do a match of the pod real quick oh. for two things that uh, matches I truly enjoyed, but weren't good enough to make the list i don't know if you i don't know how you go and find it because they fought a million times it was before they did the series of seven cesaro and sheamus but i remember they kicked off a pay-per-view cesaro and sheamus SummerSlam. i don't it might i don't even know if it was that big i think it might have been a middling pay-per-view but they kicked off a pay-per-view and i remember at the end of it fucking jbl was like well somebody call the cops these boys just stole the show and it was that damn they were they had great chemistry and then i don't know if it was money in the bank but it was the money in the bank that we went to where the usos kicked it off with uh the white family that match was magic for what it was it was probably like a 12 to 15 minute match that was the best match of the night and we saw i think two money in the bank matches that night we did and those were good money in the bank matches too when john cena won i went to punch him in the face but that also one match that we also saw live that no one talks about was the tlc tag team match with the usos versus oh my God, the, uh, lucha, and, uh, lucha dragons house yeah, party lucha dragons <laughs> versus wyatt family i believe that was a triple threat yeah was there anybody else oh my god that those guys that was like at the time innovative now you just see all this stuff all the time yeah. but they they, really, they, they really did good. some crazy spots from the giant ladders yeah i'm trying to think of like of somebody that we didn't really put enough on this list i, I would say Johnny, like, alito uh oh cian almas, cian almas versus johnny gargano cian also, almas versus alistair black good match but the gargano one was oh, also was crazy it was also a five-star match i think in the 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 20s we're gonna see cian appear on these lists quite a bit We'll say well, he's a stud. He is, but we'll see what happens with his relationship with Charlotte. That's what it all comes down to. Um, I also, by the way, Zelina Vega, one of those obviously married to Alyssa Black. Um, one of those women that like you like sometimes Phenomenal you look at. Well, oh. she's like you look at her. I'm like, well, she's very attractive. But then like sometimes her outfits like for this Monday. If you're no, no, listening I, to, I always like, look at her and go, oh, my God. Yeah, but this week was like extra. Yeah. My God, she had the look. She's yeah. not a really carnin like her seductive look. Anyways, um, 
a couple wrestlers, I was like, what were their best matches? Because I think they should be like standout performers that should get some more credit than we're actually given. Like, I was thinking someone like Rusev. Rusev had a couple of matches. Uh, I think he had, did he have an open challenge against Cena? I think he did. Yeah, he did. But he also had, obviously, WrestleMania 31. But I don't that match doesn't stand out as much as no, the, the tank. entrance. The, the entrance. Triple H versus uh, Sting. I know it sounds weird, but that match was just fun. That's Roman another Reigns versus The Big Show. I'm going to say it. It's a phenomenal match. Yeah. Not good enough to make the list, but it was the best match of that pay-per-view. Well, yeah, it was also a horrible pay-per-view. Yeah, but, but Roman Reigns has a lot of good matches. He didn't have any to me that were super standout. No, though. the only one I really thought of, except from AJ Styles, sorry, I mentioned that yeah. earlier. The only other one I thought was like, you know what, this one really could have got in on there was him versus Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 31. The match, match was insane, and then the Seth the Ross cash-in. Cash in, like, very special night. Um, also, Survivor Series 2014, 2014, when Sting made his debut, that was the Dolph Ziggler of uh, beating three guys oh, yeah, at the yeah. end. What another one of those like underdog storyline, really good one. Um just like great stuff out there. We could do this all night long. Um and that I could see all night there's, long. There's, um the tuck tuck sound so holy shit we're going long yeah we're gonna get out of here but i will say we'll have themes next week with best wrestlers of the decade of best well best events wrestling events of the decade having some fun here get involved with us you can follow me on twitter at jason d rossi you are at billy d 2411 and the dms are open 24 7 they might be closing whoa there's a crack whoa it's like is there a crack or is like the door are we we trying to close the door we're trying to close the door it's slightly ajar like it's getting to the point where like it's gonna have to close like would it be one of those things like say um i let's just throw out like say i'm having a kid like you like i have this baby and like i say hey bill if you want to come by the hospital and then you bring the door closer and then, like, is that one of those things, like, five years later, like, who the fuck was that? Yeah. No, like, at this, like, it's to the point of, like, you're on a certain amount of dates where it's, like, do I not, like, like, if somebody else asked me on a date, is it to the point where it's, like, should I ask her if we're exclusive type deal, like, thing? I think it's, like, on that edge. Hmm. I don't, I don't, it's so t- like the door's closed, but there's a doggy door, so you can still, like, get out. See, I don't she- like that, though. Like, I think I would turn away anything. I don't know. It's tough. It's a strange, it's a brave new world. It's, it's, it's hard out there for a pimp. Uh, it sure is. <laughs> and pimping ain't easy. Yeah. And jump aboard the hoo train. All right, we're out of here. We'll catch you guys all here next week. Don't sign into Billy's DMs anymore. I guarantee somebody will now. Um, that's always the way it works in life. But listen, appreciate you guys listening. Don't forget you can subscribe. Please uh, leave us a review. You can do that on iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Play, we're Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud, right? We're going to out there? So- we're not on SoundCloud. I don't know how many people have been using the old SoundCloud. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you said, let me go listen on SoundCloud? Young Gravy? You ever hear him? He's terrible. Uh, we'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. Frank says hi.